Before we start today's episode, I wish to acknowledge that this podcast has been recorded on the traditional lands of the Ghana people. I pay my deepest respect to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. I acknowledge the Ghana people as the custodians of the Adelaide region, and consider myself incredibly lucky to live, work, and raise a family on Ghana land. everyone and welcome to the Truth About Aging podcast. I'm your host, Kate Helmore. Each week we'll be unpacking your questions about the aged care sector, discussing how to age well, grow old and make informed decisions. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the Truth About Aging podcast. My name is Kate. I am the founder and host of this podcast. And today in episode 55, we're going to be talking about volunteering. So the 5th of December is International Volunteering Day or International Volunteers Day. I thought it would be worth taking a moment to talk a little bit about what that can look like in aged care, what opportunities are available, and how maybe you might be able to impact some people in your community. The 2022 theme of International Volunteers Day is solidarity through volunteering. What they are aiming to discuss this year in particular is that really for the future of our planet, we need to act together and we need to act now. So it's about inspiring people to take action. So there's already millions of volunteers in Australia and International Volunteers Day is also an opportunity to say a massive, massive thank you to anybody who does already volunteer. So if you are one of those people, and not just in an aged care context, obviously, if you're somebody that already volunteers your time, please take a moment, make yourself a cup of tea, give yourself a pat on the back, buy yourself a little cupcake, celebrate the fact that you are doing something really selfless for our community that really, in turn, without sounding cliched and corny, helps to make our world a better place. So in today's episode, I thought I'd unpack some of the main, not even some of the main, a few volunteering streams or ways to volunteer. I guess I will be focusing in the context of aged care, given this is an aging podcast, but I thought it would be worth just sharing some of those opportunities to get you having a little bit of a think about that. And maybe also to inspire you to help some people out in your community, whether that's really locally within your own family and friends, or maybe a little bit further as well. So there are endless, endless, endless opportunities to volunteer. You can honestly, one of the options I'll talk through is a website that you can search whatever interest you have in volunteering and what area you're looking for, and it will list hundreds of different ways that you could volunteer in that capacity, whether it's working in aged care, whether it's with animals, whether it's in other healthcare settings or with homeless, indigenous communities. There are so many ways that you can help to, I guess, assist those who are less fortunate. So the first one that I wanted to talk about today is called the Community Visitors Scheme. And I have the Community Visitors Scheme to thank for getting me into aged care in the first place. So 
This all came about for me. I was in year 12 and we needed to do a, uh, as part of our curriculum, we needed to do some volunteering in some capacity. And it was my beautiful mum who suggested, you know, you do quite like being with the elderly. You cry when an old man crosses the street in front of you. You have a real heart space for those who maybe are socially isolated or vulnerable. Maybe you could volunteer at an aged care home. So the Community Visitors Scheme is available It's in every state in Australia and there's different teams that manage it. So I thought it's also a good one to start with because it affects all of us nationally. But essentially, the Community Visitors Scheme supports volunteers to visit people who are vulnerable in the community, essentially to provide friendship and companionship to older people, which could you think of anything more beautiful than that? <laughs> It's mainly, I guess, for people who are receiving some type of government subsidized service. So that might be through a home care package. So they might be living independently at home in the community. They might be in a residential aged care facility. But I guess the main prerequisite is that they're socially isolated. So as I've touched on in so many episodes of this podcast, there are many, many, many aging Australians who don't have regular social contact who could easily go days at a time with actually not speaking to somebody. And that might sound like an odd concept, particularly if you are a bit younger or you're still working or you are still going out with friends, that the thought or living with a partner, the thought of not speaking for a whole day in some ways blows my mind and in other ways just breaks my heart to think, that there are so many people out there that this is a regular occurrence for. So the Community Visitor Scheme plays a really, really integral role in connecting those older people with volunteers. So most often it's that they don't have contact with family, friends or relatives. They might have mobility issues that prevent them from taking part in social activities. They might feel isolated from their culture or heritage. There might be something else that makes them feel different or feel that they can't be out doing other social activities. So what they've found time and time again is that regular visits from a volunteer can significantly improve quality of life and help older people feel less isolated. And I guess what we know the flow on effect from that and what we've discussed in other episodes too, is that feeling connected and feeling a sense of purpose and meaning and connection can also have flow-on effects to your health and your well-being as a whole. So I cannot understate the importance of programs like the Community Visitor Scheme. Basically how it works, the Community Visitor Scheme, they'll match you up with an older person that's receiving aged care and they kind of support you through that relationship to make sure that it's kind of the right fit for both of you, that you're supported through that, that you have someone to come back to if you need to ask questions or you're not sure about something as well. So typically volunteers visit at least 20 times a year. So roughly fortnightly is kind of what they're looking for. And basically all you're doing is literally going and meeting with that person and sitting down and not even necessarily talking. You might be listening. You might be playing a game together. You might be reading a book. One of the people that I was very first matched with when I was part of the community visitor scheme, we were paired up because I was doing German at the time in year 12 or studying German and not particularly fluent, but she came from Germany and was much more fluent in German than she was English. And it was quite challenging as 
a 17-year-old to sit down in a room with someone who didn't speak much of the same language as you and try through broken English slash broken German to have a conversation together. Although we didn't form this immediate bond and connection and had all of these things in common, over time, gradually, I got to know her more. I got to understand her story, what she was like, what she did, and also got to share parts she wanted to know a lot about myself and my family and what I was studying and what I hoped to do. And it was this really beautiful kind of slow burn friendship that formed over the months. The Community Visitor Scheme, I cannot recommend more highly. I am going to put links in the show notes to each of these different programs so you have a little bit more information to them. But the Community Visitor Scheme is fantastic. I will note as well that from the 1st of July next year, they are renaming it to the Aged Care Volunteer Visitors Scheme, which is a little bit of a mouthful. (laughs) Um, But so if you do see the Aged Care Volunteer Visitors Scheme, that's the Community Visitors Scheme. All right, number two, and opening it up a little bit more broadly, is govolunteer.com.au. Now, I guess this is what I mentioned at the top in terms of the website that you can go to for any kind of volunteering options. And this is a fantastic resource that's funded by Volunteering Australia. And you can literally keep put in any keyword. So it might be aged care, it might be gardening, it might be... Um, Italian, it might be whatever your area is that you're thinking you want to volunteer with. You put your location and then a travel radius and it will bring up masses of listings about what is available in that area. So this might be things like helping volunteer in a community garden, might be working at a food hub, handing out meals or helping people do shopping. It might be volunteering in a hospital in the geriatric ward and providing company for some people that have been there for quite a long time that might not have family or friends able to visit them in hospital. You could be a community bus driver. If you speak another language, you could be a multilingual volunteer, which they are always desperately looking for. There are endless opportunities to volunteer. And I think, to to be honest, Go Volunteer is something that I had heard of previously but not used myself. So I gave it a little go in the lead up to today's show. And there are some fantastic opportunities in my area that I was not otherwise aware of. And I think it's a really good way to work around your own interests too. Not everyone is going to be interested in aged care. Not everyone is going to be interested in gardening. But we can all kind of find a topic of interest that might help us get out there and get connected. Now, a really big point of this that I wanted to say, the volunteering itself can be done by anybody. There is no age limit to volunteering. There are so many different roles available out there that it can pretty much be tailored to anybody. Some of the volunteering roles, you know, folding letters into envelopes. If you are an 88-year-old person who is cognitively switched on, but otherwise bound to your chair and can't mobilize, there is no reason why you couldn't be folding up some letters and putting them in envelopes. Or maybe it might be sorting through, sorting flyers out into different groups for people. If volunteering is something that you want to do, there are not too many barriers to being able to access that. And volunteering just as much as it is about giving back and it's about helping those other people that you're volunteering with, 
There is a beautiful part of it too that gives you a great sense of meaning and purpose and a sense that you are giving back to your community. And for a lot of aging Australians who might themselves be socially isolated, volunteering can be a way of connecting with other people, can be a way of finding a bit more purpose, a reason to get out of bed in the morning. And there are so many different ways to do that. So I I encourage people to keep your mindset broad to volunteering. There might be some specific things that you have in your head volunteers do, and you might have them, you know, um, packing boxes and driving trucks and handing out food to people. They don't all have to be that physical and mobile. There are so many different opportunities out there. And I find if you ask just about any kind of not-for-profit, they will have volunteering roles available and they'll be able to tailor something to you. Because as someone who's worked in not-for-profits a lot, there are endless opportunities. And as I said, it might be down to folding a newsletter and putting it in envelopes. It might be something on the computer, reworking a database. It could be those more hands-on tasks, like actually talking with people or delivering goods or providing services. There is a wide, wide expanse of different opportunities available out there. So I encourage you to think big and not ever count yourself out and think, oh, I don't don't think I could help anyone or I would be able to volunteer. And the third one that I really wanted to mention is the, I guess, idea of volunteering in your own community. And I say volunteering in air quotes because it's probably less so a a specific volunteer task. But by that, I mean checking in on your own parents or grandparents, speaking with your elderly neighbor or cooking them a meal once a fortnight, connecting with those in your own very local community that might need your help or assistance. There are, again, endless opportunities and people out there who need some form of assistance and maybe not even need. They might be going okay, but it might be something that makes them feel more seen, more connected and more loved. And I think there's something really powerful in taking some time to use some gratitude, which again, we've spoken about many times. Think about the things that you have in your life that you're grateful for, that you're able to do. And maybe think about how you might be able to give some of that back to people. So, for instance, there's a a food hub down very close to our house that I've been looking at for a very long time. And I think quite fortuitously, it came up in the Go Volunteer search when I did it earlier. And this particular food hub provides meals for families who are not able to access sufficient food and nutrition for their children. So they have a more or less a shop set up where people can, for a gold coin donation or whatever they have on them, access their groceries for that week. And it's something I drive past all the time. And it's something for ages I've thought, gosh, it'd be good to understand what they do a little bit more. And one thing I've really taken out of this is it doesn't have to be a big action. For me at the moment, I'm fairly time poor. I have an eight-month-old that I'm running around looking after. So time's not something I can give at the moment, but money might be something that I can. So I encourage people to think creatively about how you support these kind of programs. You might be time poor, but you have some money to spare. You might have some money to spare, but you're time poor. Thinking about how you can help those less fortunate is, I think, a really 
beautiful and very, very important thing to do, particularly around this time of year when we head into Christmas. And I think it can be in some cases a very, um, not superficial. We spend a lot of money on Christmas things. I, you don't think a lot of us don't think twice before purchasing a present for a loved one. And there are many, many, many people that will go without this Christmas. And I think it's a really timely point to stop and reflect on our own privileges and think about how we can give back in our own community. And as I said, you think about what that looks like and means for you. It might be as much as, you know what? I haven't actually seen my grandparents in a couple of weeks. I'm going to book a trip down to go see them. Or I know my neighbor actually doesn't have too much family and they're getting on a little bit now. So I might even just make a point of going over and dropping around a little Christmas hamper. There are so many things you can do out there. So I encourage you to think broadly about it. Think about what's relevant for you. And I guess take this time for all of us to reflect on our privileges that we hold around this time of year, but around all the time and how we can give some of that back to those who are in need. Now, as I said at the top of this episode, if you are already volunteering or giving back to your community, thank you. Take some time to give yourself a pat on the back. Reflect on the incredible work that you are doing and the impact that has on other people's lives. I really don't think that can be understated. There is a direct impact that you are making on somebody's life for the better. And I don't think there's many things more powerful than that. So thank you for your service. (laughs) And I think we can all take this time to pause, reflect, Think about how we can give back. And I guess also just be mindful through this crazy time of year. Be mindful about what we really do need, what's really important, and who out there might be needing things more than ourselves. So thank you as always for tuning in. I really hope you are having a beautiful, beautiful start to your silly season. And I will be tuning in for a couple more episodes before the end of the year. And then we'll be having a bit of a break over Christmas, New Year. I've got a lot planned, lots planned, and I'm really excited to kick into it. So I hope you're all well, look after yourselves, be the mindful, beautiful humans that you are, and I will talk to you all again soon. Bye.